everybody. Welcome back to another episode of In the Kitchen with Cosima. As promised in the first episode, today we will talk about tips and tricks. These are best practices to make your baking better. First, and I cannot recommend this enough, way don't scoop. Invest in a kitchen scale. They're not that expensive. Start weighing all of your ingredients, not just the dry ones, but the wet ones, your eggs, everything. Weigh everything. Now, the internet's your friend for conversion rates. If you don't have a conversion calculator, feel free to go out. You just type in the search conversion rate for dot, 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 and all of that information is there for you. Weighing your ingredients leads to better results. After all, Baking is chemistry, and chemistry is science, and science loves accurate measurements. Once you get in the habit of weighing everything, it will become second nature to reach for that scale. Accuracy in the measurements practically guarantees stellar results. Always have bowls of multiple sizes. It's less stressful to weigh everything out and assemble the recipe. While you may not have five, 15, 20 ramekins like they have in those cooking shows, a simple set of graduated size mixing bowls will work. They're pretty cheap. You can get them from five to $15 pretty much anywhere. I always measure all of my ingredients and have them lined up and ready to go. Also, always, always read the recipe all the way through a few times. I cannot tell you how it was when I was first baking and I would read the recipe, get the ingredients, and not really read the recipe, just think that I knew, and then start step by step, and then you get to step six, and you realize that step seven is a sentence that you've never seen before in your entire life. By reading the recipe all the way through several times and lining up all the ingredients, you're ensuring that you will execute confidently. One of the other things that you need to do is make sure that you pay attention to your oven temps and baking times. Always set the timer for the least amount of time given in the recipe. Check the doneness and then bake longer if needed, monitoring the entire time. Make sure you have all the ingredients on hand or any acceptable substitutions. If you are changing the quantity of a recipe, make sure you have double and triple checked your math. Cannot tell you how many times I've gone to double a recipe and gotten my fractions wrong. That's why converting to grams or ounces and then weighing things saves you a lot of hassle. I always substitute healthier ingredients all the time, but you do have to understand the properties of the ingredients that you're substituting. And there are some recipes that simply don't work as well with substitutions. It's really difficult to make some candies like fudge or caramel, for instance, without using sugar. Artificial sweeteners have the, the flavor, but they don't melt and they change the chemical composition of what you're trying to make. So always remember, baking is science, know your ingredients. When using whole wheat instead of regular flour, it's imperative to understand that whole wheat absorbs more liquid. So be prepared to adjust the ratios to accommodate. You may need to add a little bit more liquid. Maybe you need to back off the amount of whole wheat flour that you're going to add and put back in some of that AP flour so that you get the correct consistency for your recipe so that your bread rises, your cakes, you know, fluff up nicely and you don't have failure because you did not understand the ingredients that you were using. When substituting stevia cane for sugar, understand that the recipe may spread more and you may need to reevaluate your flour ratio to compensate for that, especially with cookies. One of the things, stevia cane is great, you only have to use half of it, but because you're using half of it, you're losing volume in the recipe. So you may need to compensate by adding more flour to stiffen the dough a little bit and make it so that it doesn't spread as fast and as wide. 
Now, if you like super thin, crunchy cookies, this may be your thing. However, just remember that you need to know these things before going into it. And the most important tip that I can tell you is you need to have an unbiased party to taste what you've done. Because really, you can handle the truth. And if you think that your cookies taste like, I don't know, crap, and you get somebody else to tell you that, no, they're really, really good, maybe you should believe them. That's all I have for this week, everybody. Join me next time on In the Kitchen with Cosima.